Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with bare premium plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there, way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals, and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, Elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. FNTSY and Sports Grid Network present. Ball in his hands. Game on the line. Buddy, no. Tipped up by Dodge. Hit the horn. Hardwood takeaways. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. Welcome in. This is Hardwood Takeaways right here on Sports Grid. I'm your host today, Chris Welsh. You can find me on Twitter at IsItTheWelsh. It is the Tuesday edition. Yes, February 25th. We're breaking down everything that went down on uh, Monday the 24th. All the games had a pretty good slate of games as we're still recovering from Kyrie Irving being officially out for the season, having surgery being done, and we're kind of in a still little tenuous time of players getting their rest here and there. No Russell Westbrook uh, as the uh, Rockets got under action, though there was a good James Harden game we'll talk about. Lots of stuff to break down. Let's kick it right off with a huge, huge night from one of the biggest stars in the NBA, having a double-double and dropping 49 points as the 76ers beat the Atlanta Hawks 129-112. to The Sixers pull off their 32nd win of the year. And that's right, Joel Embiid in 36 minutes, picking up the slack as Ben Simmons has been ruled out for what looks like the next couple weeks he's going to be reevaluated. And it was a 
It was an injury at first that some thought might be minor, but it looks like it's going to take a little bit longer. So Joel Embiid has to step up. Al Horford comes back into the starting lineup and Joel Embiid dropped 49 points in 36 minutes. He was 17 of 24 and hit 14 of 15 free throws. He had 14 rebounds in the game, three steals and a block. Every single starter for the 76ers had a block. As a matter of fact, Al Horford went seven, eight and five in 31 minutes back in the starting lineup. Toby Harris, nine for 18 from the field, hit four threes, 25 points, a couple assists. Josh Richardson had 13 points and Milton was in the starting lineup, had six assists and seven points in 26 minutes. They only played four guys off the bench. Moss was uh, essentially their only real true, true contributor. He played 31 minutes, scoring 15 points with six rebounds. The team hit 12 threes, shot over 51% and a really, really sweet 90% from the free throw, 27 of uh, 30 led by Joel Embiid, who essentially made or did make actually a little bit over than half of their free throws. They beat the Hawks, who uh, had a couple 20-point scorers. Trey Young, 28 points, 10 assists with 7 rebounds. He was 10 for 22 from the field, but 2 for 11 from the 3-point line. John Collins dropped 21 with 9 rebounds. And DeAndre Hunter played 39 minutes. He was 6 for 15 from the field, hit 9 free throws, 22.7 rebounds. But there wasn't much else production in the starting lineup off the bench. Cam Reddish had 10 points and uh, Bruno Fernando had 10 points as well in 20 minutes. But they shot 41% from the field and were only 8 of 38 from the three-point line. So the Hawks moved to 17 and 42 and the 76ers now 36 and 22 with what is still an astonishing home record, 27 and 2 on the year. No Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid says, don't worry about it. The best team in the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks. Though it took overtime, and though it was the Washington Wizards, they came out on top. They won 137 to 134 in OT, letting Washington come back in the fourth quarter, being outscored 41 to 28, but Milwaukee obviously getting it done in overtime. They're now 49 and 8 on the year as Wizards fall to 20 and 36. Over on the Wizards side, they were led by, you want to talk about big nights, Bradley Beal, who played 41 minutes, was 19 of 33 from the uh, field. Hit eight threes, nine free throws, dropped 55 points. 55 points. Didn't do a whole bunch else except turn the ball over. He had nine turnovers in the game. Did have three assists, but 55 points for this team. He scored more points than all of the other starters for Washington combined. As Hachimura had 12 points, Ish Smith had 13, Mahimi only 10, and Bonga played 24 minutes, put a big old fat donut up. Uh, Napier off the bench, he did score 27 points with seven rebounds, and Wagner had 10 rebounds, five assists, but only eight points off the bench. They hit 15 threes as a team, shot 48%, 47 of 98, but Bradley Beal, 55 points. Over on the Bucks side, GA, he had 22 points with 14 rebounds and a couple assists. Chris Middleton, 40 points, 15 of 28 from the field, a perfect eight for eight from the free throw line. Five rebounds, five assists, three steals. And Eric Bledsoe had a double-double, 23 points with 10 rebounds. He was 7 for 11 from the field. Uh, nothing crazy off the bench, but the team hit 17 threes, 57% from the field, and was 22 of 27 from the free throw line. Big win as you head into the playoffs. You need big performances from your big players, and they got that from GA, Chris Middleton, and Eric Bledsoe. Uh, the Heat and the Cavs. The Heat dropped a road game in overtime, another overtime game. Uh, Cleveland won 125 to 119. Miami falls to 36 and 21. And uh, probably 
you know, as good of a, as a team as they've been in the East and, you know, kind of a force, they're, they're, of course, they're still going to be. Playing away from Miami is really, really their kryptonite. It's their crutch. They're 13 and 18 on the year, 13 and 18. And I'm going to look here because I wonder if any other team has a road record like that in the East. So let's see. Of the East teams, here are the playoff teams that, well, okay, I shouldn't say that. I'm making maybe more than I should about it. The top three teams in the East all have positive away records. Uh, Boston 16 and 12, my, Milwaukee 23 and 5, Miami 13 and 8, the Sixers even worse, 9 and 20 on the road where they're 27 and 2 at home. The Pacers are even 14 and 14, the Nets are 10 and 17, and the Orlando Magic are 10 and 18. So maybe here's another way to look at it. Any team that has 30 wins on the year, do they have a negative record? So now I can report back to you that only two teams in all of the NBA who have 30 wins or more have a negative away record. And it's the Miami Heat and the 76ers. So it's not a great thing. It's not the end of the world, like I said, but it's not a, you don't want to drop games to the Cavs like this. Uh, over on Miami's side, they were led by Bam Adebayo, who was assist a short of a triple-double. 22 points, 13 rebounds with 9 assists. Also had 4 blocks and 3 steals. Almost a 5 by 5 Played 41 minutes going into overtime. Was 9 of 15 from the field. Uh, Kendrick Dunn, 21 points with 4 assists. He was 9 for 18 from the field. Duncan Robinson scored 15. Derek Jones Jr., your dunk champ, was uh, 10.7 rebounds in 37 minutes. And off the bench, Goran Dragic scored 22 points in 34 minutes. Uh, Jay Crowder hit four threes off the bench as well. They were under 40% from the three-point line and 45% from the field. Over on the Cavs side for your winners, uh, four of the five starters scored in double digits, uh, but nobody did anything crazy, which is actually really odd. And none of the starters shot over 50%. Garland, 14 points. Sexton, 13. DeAndre Drummond, only six rebounds to go with 13 points. Kevin Love led the way of the starters, 17 points with 14 rebounds, but was four for 13 from the field. Off the bench, Kevin Border Jr. went off 30 points with eight rebounds. He was nine of 18 from the field and hit four threes. Tristan Thompson, 15 and nine. Larry Nance Jr., 16 points, 18 or eight rebounds, not 18, in 32 minutes. The team, 43% from the field, but he had 25 of 34 free throw attempts. Many more than Miami and Miami drops what um, it's not a crucial loss, but it's not a pretty one. It's not a pretty one at all. Uh, the Magic and the Nets, the Magic one on the road, 115 to 113. Brooklyn, it's all kind of unraveling right now as uh, Kyrie goes down and so do some of these wins. Orlando now 25 and 32. Uh, Brooklyn falls to 26 and 30 as Orlando outscored them 34 to 26. In the second quarter, and really the whole second half, the Orlando came out swinging out of the at a halftime, forty to thirty-three. They outscored Brooklyn, so that would be seventy-four to fifty-nine. They were outscored in the second half. Over on Brooklyn's side, in post Kyrie world, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie in thirty-four minutes scored twenty-four points with eight assists. Jared Allen 16-11 with a couple blocks. He was a perfect eight for eight from the field as well. Joe Harris had twelve points. Torin Prince had ten, and off the bench, Garrett, Garrett Temple. 18 points with five assists in 28 minutes. They hit 16 threes, but only shot eight total free throw attempts and only made five of them. That makes it a little bit worse. Over on the Magic side, Aaron Gordon, 27 points with 10 rebounds and four assists. Evan Fournier had 21 points. He was eight for 16 from the field. Nikola Vucevic, 16 points, 10 rebounds, five assists in 34 minutes. And off the bench, Terrence Ross, 
21 with eight rebounds, hit four threes. He had four of the 13 total threes. And Orlando, that's a big win. It's a big win over uh, Brooklyn as they continue making that playoff run. I believe Orlando, they've got the eight seed right now in the East. And they are, if this is updated as I'm looking at this, four and a half games above Washington. And that's that's pretty um, crucial. I mean, not that anybody is kicking down the door, but Chicago and Washington, they're within um, they're within range. But Orlando also has an opportunity, which I would not that you're really dying to play any team, but they are, I think, a hat a game and a half. They're a game and a half or yeah, game and a half away from Brooklyn. Getting out of that eight seed moves you from playing Milwaukee to playing Toronto. Like I said, it's not the best thing in the world, but I mean, it's a it's an improvement. That's what I would be trying to do. I'd be vying if I was in the East for that um, for that seventh seed. Uh, Bogman's Rockets, they beat the Knicks 123 to 112, now 37 and 20, 20 and 8 on the road. They did it without Russell Westbrook. The Knicks, that was their 40th loss of the year. They were led by RJ Barrett. He had 21 points with a couple threes. Uh, Julius Randle, 17 points, 12 rebounds. He was 5 for 14 from the field, though. Bobby Portis Jr. had 12 points off the bench, and Mitchell Robinson, 10 points, 8 rebounds, 5 blocks. Over on Houston's side, James Harden, 37 points with nine assists, six rebounds, hit four threes and was 14 of 25 from the field. Eric Gordon, he he was only one for seven from the three-point line, but perfect from the free throw line, seven to seven. He had 16 points. Bob Covington, 11 points, seven rebounds with four blocks. He also had three threes. Really great percentages. Uh, Ben McLemore and Austin Rivers both had a combined six threes, scoring 17 and 14 respectively. But they were 33% from the three-point line. They shot 48. They shot more three-point attempts than they made field goals. 43 completed field goals and 48 missed, or 48 attempted. I'm sorry, they attempted more threes than field goals. They made 48 attempted threes. They only made 16 of them. P.J. Tucker also, only in 25 minutes, only scored two points with five rebounds and uh, one for three from the field, 0 for two from the three-point line. But Houston uh, maintains as they are now, Fourth in the West, and they're a half game behind the Clippers, two games behind the Nuggets as the Lakers are sitting uh, pretty at the top. The Timberwolves and the Mavericks, it was a high-scoring one, but the Mavericks won 139-123. to 123. They were only outscored in one quarter, 31-29 to 29, the Mavericks were to the Wolves. That was in the third quarter, otherwise outscoring them and scoring 81 first-half points the Mavericks did. Uh, on the Timberwolves side, D'Angelo Russell, 29 points with five assists. He was 10 for 20 from the field. Malik Beasley had 21 points and a bunch of contributors off the bench. James Johnson had 19. Martin had 11. Culver, 13 points with six assists in 22 minutes. They hit 15 threes in this one and 44% from the field. Over on the Mavericks side, they were led by Tim Hardaway Jr. He had 23 points. Luka Doncic, 29 and 7. Porzingis had 15 with nine rebounds. And Seth Curry was in the starting lineup. 19 points. With two assists, hit five threes in only 25 minutes. I thought it said 26, 25 minutes. Off the bench, J.J. Barea scored 12 with eight assists. And DeLon Wright, 16 points with four rebounds in 22 minutes. They were 51 of 101 from the field tonight. That is 50%, 101 shots they put up. Mavericks, 35 and 23. Uh, The Phoenix Suns, they beat the Utah Jazz uncharacteristically. Uh, 131 to 111 in Utah. That Utah falls to 20 and 8 at home, now 36 and 21. Phoenix Suns won their 24th win of the year. Over on Utah's side, they were led by Donovan Mitchell, who had 38 points. He hit six threes and was 11 for 19. 
but he just didn't have a lot of help. Mike Conley only had eight points. Rudy Gobert, un, I mean, speaking, saying the same thing again, uncharacteristically, only had 13 points with eight rebounds, one block, and put up five attempted shots. Bogdanovich had 16 points, uh, was four for 10 from the field. And Jordan Clarkson, he was five for 11 in 25 minutes for 14 points off the bench. Over on Phoenix's side, Devin Booker, 24 points with 10 assists. He was eight for 18 from the field. Ricky Rubio, 22 points with 11 assists, six rebounds, and seven steals. That's one of the higher steal markers I've seen this year. DeAndre Ayton had 16 points and Kelly Oubre, 18 points in the starting lineup. Off the bench, Dario Saric, 14 points, hit a couple threes. They were 12 of 20 from the three-point line. So when they made them, they made them count. And Utah, now Utah falls to fifth. They are a game behind uh, the Houston Rockets in the West now. And they got the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Mavericks within a game to a game and a half of both of them. So Utah, now Utah's not going to fall out of the playoff spot. They're like uh, six and a half games above Memphis right now, who has the eight seed. And they're 15 and a half games behind the Lakers. But Utah has the potential to fall down to that number seven spot if things get, you know, things get a little too squirrely. There's one final game going on. It's kind of still happening. Speaking of Memphis, uh, Memphis is playing. It's just about in the fourth quarter as I'm talking to you about this. But the Clippers have a 20 plus lead right now as they I mean, they kind of ended it in the first quarter. The Clippers outscored Memphis 40 to 14 in the first quarter. And Memphis has their first lead in any quarter uh, through the third, but it's 88-64 as I'm seeing this just about at the end of the third. John Morant, 16 points with almost nothing else. He is literally leading the way of the starters. Josh Jackson off the bench has 14 points in 22 minutes, but it is a wasteland. John Morant through three quarters has scored more more points than his entire starting lineup that is out there with them. Um also, over on the Clippers side, Kawhi Leonard has dropped 25 points going into the fourth quarter. He has eight rebounds. Zubak has 10 rebounds in the starting lineup. Morris, he's out there, 13 points getting run in the starting lineup, five for 11. And uh, Harrell, 18 points off the bench. So the Clippers have a pretty handed lead now as it's 90 points going uh, just about the end of the third quarter. So the Clippers, they would move to 38 and 19 on the year. Memphis would fall to under 500. They would be 28 and 29 with a losing record on the road as the Clippers look like they've kind of got this one. Uh, they got this one handled. Now, coming up today, later today, pretty full slate that Bogman's going to be breaking down for you tomorrow. You've got Hornets at the Pacers. Bucks at the Raptors should be a phenomenal game. That is the one and two seeds in the East that are battling it out. That one's going to go down over on TNT, and I believe that's 730 Eastern. You can expect that one. Uh, Thunder and Bulls, Pistons, Nuggets, Celtics and Trailblazers, Pelicans and Lakers, and then the Pelicans and Lakers is the TNT game. And then you've also got the Kings and the Warriors. So big old full slate of games you need to be monitoring, watching the teams with their injuries, you know, Ben Simmons being out, a couple other teams struggling. So we got to keep on it. Got to keep on the big dogs. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, Hardwood Takeaways, right here on the Sports Grid. Bogman and I got you covered, breaking down anything you might have missed over on basketball as we head into the playoffs. So you can follow me on Twitter at Is It The Welsh. Make sure you're subscribed. We'll talk to you guys again tomorrow, folks. Bogman's got you back. Until next time, you guys have a great one. Peace. to treat yourself so turn your tax refund into a u-fund and give yourself a straight talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a new samsung galaxy a14 on them 
You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer, Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit mrsmyers.com today.